This podcast is sponsored by FlashFilmAcademy.com. If you're into photography, filmmaking, or video production, FlashFilmAcademy.com is an online training platform designed to help you monetize your passion. There's a ton of information online to help you capture a better image, but there's only one place you need to go if your goal is to make a living doing what you love. Enroll today to get three free courses. FlashFilmAcademy.com. It's time to turn your passion into profit. Save 25% off your first course when you use promo code THAT25. That's THAT25. This is a Flash Film Media podcast. What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to the channel. My name is Ty. I am Black by Popular Demand. And today we got to talk about something we've talked about a little bit before, but I got to reinforce this because I had this come back up. And thank God I had this put in place to kind of save my butt. And it's something you should be doing with all of your clients. You should be doing it with all of your clients, all of your clients, all of your clients, except one specific particular type of client. And we're going to talk about them. But for now, what we got to do is we got to roll this intro. Let's do that first. You're listening to Content and Cash, a Flash Film Academy podcast. If you want to learn how to take pretty pictures, this is not the place. But if you're ready to make a living by learning the business behind the camera, buckle up because it's time to turn passion into profit with your host, Ty Turner. Again, my name is Ty. If this is your first time on this channel, this channel is simply about turning your passion into profit. It's about the business side of content creation. Before I even get started, before I even jump into what we're going to talk about today, big shout out to my guy, Parker, who has been helping with graphics. He's been helping design graphics and helping with, uh, you know, with with a lot of the newer graphics you're starting to see. And if you need graphical help, uh, he is for hire. Let me post his, uh, let me post his Instagram real quick, because if you ever need any graphics, he's definitely the guy you want to, uh, he's definitely the guy you want to run up on. So let me post that here real quick. And if you ever, uh, you know, if you ever, if you ever need some graphic work, He's the guy you want to go to. Boom. There you go. Look him up on Instagram. He's helped with the cover art. He's helped with the new Facebook art. Um, So he's doing his thing. Another thing really quickly. Another thing really quickly before we get into the questions. Um, Thursday live chat is about to go member only. Gold only. So if you are are a gold member, Thursday is going to definitely be for you. Um, We're going to also do a lot of video where I can invite you on the live chat via video. So be ready for that too. Also, we got some video, more videos coming for the gold side of things. We got regular videos coming as well, showing kind of what we do and the gold side. We're going to get into pricing. We're going to break down the pricing of, of, of some of the shoots that we cover. So I want to make sure we do that really quick. Um, Let me see. Let me see. Let me make sure we got everything good before we get into the topic. So, all right, we're good to go. Okay, so let's talk about a few things, right? So usually when I'm working with a client, when I am working with a client and I am providing a draft for a client, 100 
Let me take that back. 99% of the time, I'm going to send that draft with a invoice pending watermark as plain as day, big and bold across the uh, across the middle. Big and bold. I am going to send it like that for a reason. Now, I've shot in recently even a religious event, and I had a client kind of like, oh, well... We'll get around to, can you send us the video? We'll get around. We'll pay the invoice next week sometime. It doesn't work like that. It doesn't work like that. You make sure you put it on every video, sometimes multiple times. Now, the only time you don't put it big and bold across the screen, typically, is if I'm working with a very large client, right? Because very large clients take a little bit longer to pay simply because it has to go through different aspects. It has to go through different channels to get paid. So because of that, I, I'm a little more patient when working with the Samsungs, the Verizon. Plus I know they're going to give me my money. I'm, I'm not worried about them, right? If I'm talking to the person who has the credit card, if, if you're talking to the person who's making the payment, I'm putting the invoice pending side. I'm doing, I'm putting the invoice pending. You want to make sure you do that. Um, you know, you want to make sure you do that. Donald. Yes. A little bit more dynamic range, a little bit more. We're changing it up a little bit. We're we're testing some things out. We're just trying to increase the the look of the channel. It's a few things we're testing out. So you want to make sure you put that on. Um, Larissa said, I made that mistake last month. I almost made that mistake thinking it's a religious event. They're going to be perfect and on time. No, never do it without an invoice pending. You want to put it biggest day on the middle of your video, right? And what I usually do is not only do I put it on the video, I put it on the thumbnail too, right? Because I usually, I use Vimeo to send out videos to clients so they can take a look at it and then we can write notes on the side. On that thumbnail, it's invoice pending for a few reasons. One, I don't want them to repost the link on their website to my video, my uh, Venmo video, not Venmo, Vimeo video. I get Venmo and Vimeo mixed up. I don't know if I'm sending money or or watching video, but I make sure they don't post it. Why? Because I don't want them to host it off of off of my uh, account. Because if something changes or I delete it off my account or whatever, I don't want them coming back three years from now saying, "Hey, our video not working on our website. What's up?" And I'm like, "Oh, I deleted that video, or we made it private, or we took it down, or whatever." And now I don't have a copy of your video. You don't have a copy of your video. So I force the client to download the video and have their own copy. So something you want to be be kind of conscious of as you do it. You don't want to make that mistake because people will drag their feet on paying you. Sometimes you'll get people. You'll still be in the rough draft stage. And the project isn't even done. They'll just pay to get that off because they don't want to see it or they don't want to send it to their friends to see what they think about it with invoice pending on it. So I usually keep invoice pending. Now, again, two times I don't. One, the only two times I don't do it again. One is if I'm working with a really big client, a really big client, right? A really big client. Two is if I'm working with a client that I've worked with a thousand times before, a thousand times before. So it's something to definitely think about. I attempted on shoot proof. They have a watermark feature, but um, it didn't do it to multiple times. Let me make sure I read the rest of that. Um, and really not that big, but it's super bold. Okay. So on shoot proof, I uploaded my own watermark. 
where it's big across the middle because their watermark is just in the corner. I uploaded, I created my own watermark for shoot proof where I can make it big across the picture. And then I upload that and use that as a watermark. And then once they pay, then I'll go and remove it manually. Um, that is, that's what's been working for me with photos on video. I usually create two videos. Um, one is with the logo and one is without, and then I'll upload one. And then once they pay out, if it's the final video, I don't do this for drafts cause I'm gonna change something anyway. If it's the final video, I'm usually putting that up there and then I am, uh, taking that off. What do you use to uh, transfer your files to preserve quality? Do you mean transfer them as far as, or you mean like transcode them? Transcode them, I use Apple Compressor. Um, I think that's that's what you mean. Donald, good looking out on the Super Chat. First Super Chat of the day. Um, YouTube doesn't pay, what it says, YouTube doesn't pay Until you hit 4,000 watch hours and 1,000 subs. Do you recommend Skillshare, et cetera, in these early days? No. Um, YouTube has the audience that no other place has. YouTube has the audience. You just, just got to work a little bit for it. 1,000 subs, I get why they did it. I get why they did it. Because they, they waste a lot of money cutting 30-cent checks. You know what I'm saying? It cost them 3 4 $5 to cut a 30-cent check. Even to do the transaction and just the... the so to cut out probably 50% of their their operating cost in that area, you got to eliminate the people that's not bringing in the money to cover it. So you want to make sure, you know, you want to make sure they, they, they kind of incentivize you a little bit. YouTube is still a place to be. And as long as it's tied to the number one search engine, there's no other place I would go. YouTube, um, I think YouTube is going to get to the point where well, they got YouTube TV, but I feel like YouTube and YouTube TV will will be integrated completely at one point. It's just going to be the place um, to watch content. Yes, um, it may take a little tweaking depending on local laws, but I would get them and take them to a local lawyer. It's a whole lot cheaper than having a lawyer rewrite it. It's way cheaper to have a lawyer look at it and say, yeah, this is good. Or, hey, I'm going to tweak this to this because of our laws here. But it'll be way cheaper than having a go. Go ask a, a lawyer to write a contract and wait till you get that bill. It'll be crazy. How do you How do you? I can't even talk. How do you pitch your services to a potential client? Um, a few ways. A few ways. One is the thing is this: if I got them in front of a computer, I want to show them my reel. My reel does the pitching for them. My website tells what we do well better than I can verbally pitch it. Um, so, so, and that's my sales rep. So my goal is always to get my clients to my website and let my demo reel do the work. It's, it's, I put in that work, let it do the work. Elijah, good looking out on the super chat, buddy. Um, it's two twenty here in Australia, but I'll check back later today. Um, what do you need to participate in these future video live chats? I'm glad you got them planned for Thursday. Uh, this is way too early. Uh, I'm off to bed. Um, you just show up. I can actually post a link and um, people can log in live. Or people can jump on the video and I can share the video with you guys. Um, I know for gold members, we're going to have it because it's a smaller audience and it's kind of a little more hands-on. I can have eight or nine or ten people uh, jump in here in the video and I can control it. Using this platform, this platform is a little different. Good looking out on the Super Chat, buddy.
Yeah, I try to make sure they're at two weird times just to accommodate as much as I can people who are around the around the world. Um, do you invest in stocks? Let me make sure I got that. Where's my mouse at? Way behind me somewhere. Do you invest in stocks? Um, yes and no. I am in the point right now where I'm dumping everything back into the business. So. He said, I've, I've had people take my videos from my tech. Oh, wait, let me take videos from my tech channel and re-upload them. To YouTube want to put a stop to it. Um, people profiting from others, con- other contents. Listen, you can still, if it's your video, you can still have your watermark on it. Like in the corner, kind of what, what you may see on this video, uh, live, you may see a watermark down in the bottom, uh, corner. I would still do something like that. Let me make sure. What I like about this is I can put your, I can put your questions on the screen. Um, Donald says, purchase the contract pack, agree on the watermark. I made a compound, uh, yeah, a compound clip and final cut. And I connected it with the clip above. Yes. So I have a watermark that I just have saved. Um, and it is, if you use final, final cut pro, it is a compound click that I just pop on top. Uh, it's back there. It's back there, Martin. That's right. Let me, let me post this real quick. There we go. There we go. Story to record. Thanks for all the support. He said, thanks for the info. Thanks for the report. Um, Quick question. Funny thing is I do watermark my videos. That's how I found out someone came to my channel and told me. Got to watermark them a little bit. Larissa, just wanted to thank you for all the nuggets. Um, dropped during the pandemic. Freelancing has been booming. Hey, I appreciate your super chat first off. And yeah, freelancers, there is still a market out there. People are getting back into the groove, especially if you do any type of live, any type of streaming and just video in general. People need to reach customers or, or businesses need to reach clients where they're standing, where they're sitting. And that is on the cell phone. Remember I told you real business don't, they don't knock on your door and ask you if your pipes are broken. Plumbers don't. They work hard to get where you are looking. So content right now is helping businesses be wherever people are looking, whether that be social media, online. They're looking at their phones. They're looking at their tablets. They're looking at their watches. That's where you want to be right now. Grusin says, um, okay, let me get to this question real quick, Gilbert, because I think this is a good question. Would you receive full payment before the project or half? So I usually do half and half half to hold the date and depending on what type of project it is if it's a live stream the other half is due at the date at the time of the live stream once i show up and start setting up the payment is on the clock if you're doing video production i usually do that second half um a little bit later only because what if extra fees are you know what i'm saying what if there's extra fees what if we do more revisions than i have put it on the contract what if you ask me to add something so i usually do it like that so, um, this platform is Restream that I'm using to stream right now. I'm using Restream. Went back to it, try it, tried a little differently. I think last time the issue may have been more of processing power than the actual, um, than the actual 
service, which is doing pretty decently other than the fact that my other picture didn't play. However, let me pop this back up here because I'm getting messages already. There we go. Let me go back to the chat. What do you think about investing in other companies to edit your footage? Okay, so I've used Video Husky. I like them a lot. I'm looking at another company to try, and I I will disclose more information when I try them because I don't want to say who they are and they suck. Um, and then, you know, because they do some things. Um, but I am all for outsourcing editing. You may be able to find somebody in the Facebook group that does editing as well that may help you if you got a few projects. You know, if you don't got, a, you know, if you don't have a lot, but I am all for outsourcing editing. It's all about finding good editors. So something to think about. How would you recommend getting rolling shots of cars? My only option right now is to sit on the back of a hatch um, or pick up in bed and film from there with a harness. Could I get in trouble for doing this? Depending on where you are, some states it's still legal for you to ride in the back of pickup trucks. Some some states ain't having it. So it depends on where you are. If you're someplace like Texas, yeah, it's still legal. Um, I'm going to tell you what I used to do because we used to film car reviews every week. I used to use GoPros and get um, window mounts and stick them on the side of the window and point it like off behind me, like to the lane, excuse me, the lane on the right. And I get car shots to come up and I can get shots at the side of the car, the front of the car. And I would even have another camera pointing up front to get shots at the back of the car. I've used that a lot. In fact, um, I, I used that method for years and what's great is I can connect the GoPro to my phone and one to my tablet and I can see a live feed of where the car is within that shot while I'm driving alongside of it. Um, it's a safer way to do it, but it, it's something you definitely may want to look into. I don't, I don't have tips on taxes. Um, how's he asked, do you have tips on taxes only because wherever you are, it's completely different. What may be legal in, in one state could be a felony in another. So I don't taxes is something I'm a little you may want to get with a local professional, um, depending on what city, state, town, country, county, wherever you are in the world is going to be different. So something to definitely think about as far as watermarks. Um, would you normally do a standard normal watermark your logo during a draft? And then add invoice pending for the final. Nope, I do one watermark, one big ass invoice pending. If you still owe me money, it's invoice pending, period. Um, period. So something to definitely think about. The topic of today is talking about why you need to use watermarks to per, to protect your video to make sure that clients pay the final bill on time. And make sure they don't have usable footage that they can run off and use and just get around to paying you whenever they want to get around to paying you. Uh, Facebook user number one. So something you want to think about. Just finished watching a video um, talking about um, housing markets. What clients see, uh, where clients see the home via live stream buying the home without actually going there. I can see that for 360 videos. Live 360 videos are starting to pop, but it takes a lot of gear to do a live 360 video. So something to definitely think about. Um, let me make sure. Let's go back. Let's go back to this one right here. Boom. Let's go back to that one real quick. So again, when you are working with clients, when you are working with clients and my, this is my workflow, my process. 
I usually take payment to hold the date because we do non-refundable retainers now. We don't do deposits. We do non-refundable retainers. That way if the client cancels or move, you can give them options to move it. But if they cancel, then you still get paid because you held that date. You missed other business, which you should be. It should work like that. Um, you know, and then after that, you can you'll you'll get the remaining. This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Amount once the video or work is complete. But in the meantime, it's going to say invoice pending as big as day as big as day on the screen. You may want to turn down the transparency a little bit, but you want to make sure it shows up as big as day. Let's let's go to our uh let's go to our sponsor. Let's see if this sponsor video works. Let's go to our sponsor real quick. You're listening to Content and Cash, a Flash Film Academy podcast. Get back to your questions. Put, yeah, I put a watermark, big is day. Does it actually say invoice pending? That's a really good question. Mine says invoice pending exactly. Mine says invoice pending right, aco- right across, the f- right across as big as day, almost from side to side. And now make sure that, listen, make sure that you take the transparency down to about 8 to 10%. You don't want it to be blocking something, but you want to make sure that they don't want to share it. They don't want to share it. Story of Cora, good looking out on the super chat, brother. Um, he said, "I'm doing a 360 video in a hospice area, and uh, I'm doing your 360 video in a hospice idea outside of the fusion. Do I need anything else? External audio? I probably can't be in the room. There are some 360 um, devices, or that there are some audio devices that capture 360 audio." I honestly think that the fusion will be more than enough if you ask me. Um, but you can definitely that that's more than enough. Let me see. Let's see, let's see. Thanks for the niggas, Ty. Most appreciated. Use your method. And a client who is being funny came back recently to ask for their watermark to be taken off. The job was done in twenty fifteen. They're gonna have to yeah, they're gonna have to cut the, they're gonna have to spend the money. They spend the money, you know, anything is possible. But by the end, I don't hold on to footage that long. So that's just me. What's been your most impactful book or books that made the biggest change in your business? End of jobs. End of jobs for me. End of jobs is more of a end of jobs. Helped me realize that what I'm doing is important. Like it helped me realize where the world is going and COVID what, what should have been a five year projection. COVID has made a one-year projection on the future of, of kind of what that book talks about. End of Jobs, is I love that book. 
It's my favorite book right now. Perfect, perfect. I would love to see it. Do I recommend SquarePay? Yes, I use SquarePay a lot. I love SquarePay. One of my favorites. So, like I said, I'm not going to harp on it too long because it's very important that you understand that you need to protect yourself, right? Can't just keep giving, giving clients the benefit of the doubt unless you've worked with them multiple times, multiple times, or they are a huge client, Pepsi, Coca-Cola. If, they got, if they're a big client, not if they're a really big client, it takes them time to pay you, right? It takes time to go through different channels to get the payment out. Right. Sometimes it's what's called a T30, a T60, a T90, 30 days, 60 days, 90 days turnaround time. It takes time. There's nothing they can do about it. However, if you're speaking to the person that's making the payment, if they're like, okay, I'm going to go on here and put in my credit card. Okay. I'm a, you need to have an invoice pending because they'll take their time. Right. If they, if they get something back, they don't like, or listen, I've, I've had it come down to a client where I had an invoice pending on the video and the client was just extra. Like she was just, she was all over the place, and I literally had to tell her, this is what's going to happen. We're either going to move forward with this project, you're going to pay off the remaining balance, and I will take the watermark off and you can use it, or I'm going to, we're not going to move forward. I'm going to sit on this footage for 30 days, probably archive it and delete it, and I'm going to go on with my life. And, and it, it got that bad with a client. Like, it happens. You know what I'm saying? Rarely do it happen, but sometimes you get people that are just extra. Um, and I was like, what do you want to do? Like, I'll give you 72 hours to let me know. Because sometimes, you know, I had a client that was, and I'll give you a little bit of backstory. Um, we filmed a lot of stuff. She was like, yeah, film this, film that, film this. And it was at a location she had picked that was her friend or whatever. And her friend had, you know, like dogs and all of that. And then after the shoot, she was like, I don't want to use anything that had the dogs in it. I'm like, the dogs live here. Like they're in everything. Like literally she was doing stuff where she was like playing with the dog. And like, she literally was like, I was just doing that, you know, cause my, it's my friend's house and I didn't want to offend her, but let's take out all the video with the dogs. Literally that threw away 80% of my B roll, like literally out the window. So when we, when we gave her the, the final product, we had to go use some stock video to help fill in the gaps because she didn't want dogs. And she was like, well, I don't know about this. You're talking about Italy. I showed a picture of Italy. That stock footage like that. And she was just not, she was okay with it. But we just went back and forth to the point where I'm like, you know, listen, this is what we're going to do. We've been working on this. I've given you 10 revisions. Um, and then when I get to the point where I'm doing a revision, let's say I provide you clip one, two, three, and four. And you say, okay, Fix this in clip one. Cool. If I come back and fix that in clip one, we're done. I don't want to come back and then give you the video and you're like, oh, clip three, we want to change. Doesn't work like that. Like, like, or, or if I give you three rounds, those are like, that's round number two. All that should have been on round one. But since you just now noticed it and you just now want to change it, that's round number two. And then we get to three rounds. We're done. After that, I'm charging for revisions. So if you still got invoice pending, they can't say, screw you. I'm going to keep this and upload it to my website, and I'll just dodge you as long as I want to dodge you. It didn't work like that. So it protects you. It, it, it protects you big time. End of jobs. Make sure, um, make sure you listen to the audio book on end of jobs. It's much better than a hard copy. 
because the author is the narrator and he goes off topic on some updated things. True Vision Media says, would you um, would you price something price shooting YouTube videos for someone different than normal production? No, there's absolutely no difference. Absolutely no difference. So. There's absolutely no difference. Been holding clients footage for about two years because I had a handful of them come back for future edits. Um, okay, listen, do a newsletter to these clients, right? If you have their footage, send a newsletter to them. Tell them you're getting ready to archive the footage. You're getting ready to, no, you're getting ready to, to delete the footage. Do you have any last edits or changes? If they want to reshoot something, they can hire you to reshoot. I, I personally don't hold on to footage that long. Maybe a year. So, um, Donald says charges five to ten percent higher, and offer a five percent discount for early payment. I just offer a fifteen percent late fee for late payments. So my my niche for me um, is we do promo videos for businesses. Promo promo videos for businesses and services. Three things. Second is a corporate event highlight and corporate event photography. Those are the three that I focus on. So that's why usually summertime um, is big for me because it is conference seasons and we cover a lot of conference. Sometimes we do double duty. Sometimes we do multi-cam. Sometimes we do live streaming. So it just, you know, it just depends. Conference season is big. Corona was like, nah, not this year, bro. Um, Let's see. So, let's see. Todd says, love and proposify. How do you see uh, where they are on each page? Also, do they ever do discounts? Proposify rarely do discounts. It used to be a whole lot more expensive. It used to be like $50 a month, and then they got a $20 a month plan. Um, you, It should show you what page they're on in the pie chart. In the beginning, it'll show you where they're spending their time, where they're spending their time. So, uh, flashfilmmedia.com uh, is where I have some stuff. Congratulations for making the live stream, Mav. Let's see. Let me, see where, let me check out our questions. Um, we've never had issues with payment half down. Um, due after the hire, the other half is due before or on the day of shooting. Never had questions about this method. And that's the method I usually go to. Um, it's just that if things, if I need to charge you extra, I want to make sure that we get all that in one payment. So sometimes I'll do after the shoot, if it is delivered, um, if it's something, if it's a new client, if it's a new client, definitely. You want to make sure you protect yourself because a client walk away from you, you'll spend $10,000 trying to get $200. So to avoid all of that, to avoid all of that, make it uncomfortable. Be okay making it uncomfortable. When you go into Best Buy and you want to try on some Beats by Dre, they put a cable on it so you can't run off with it. Make it uncomfortable a little bit. You know, you want to make sure that you don't have to go through all of that. Been there and done it. You don't want to sit in small claims court over $500, over $1,000. It's not worth it. Even though... You can win the case. They don't have to pay the money. That's what people think. If you win, you automatically, there's ways around it. They can just, they can pay you a dollar a month. 
So you can you want to make sure you prevent that. Um, let me double check it. Transit van or cargo trailer? I got a transit van. I love. I don't. I like a. I like a van over a trailer. That's just me. I love. I like a van over a trailer. I just like to be able to. I don't like to be able to pull it. It just and it looks a little more professional. When do you discuss payment? Um, in the consultation. Listen, if you have a client, I try to get payment up front, right? Up. I try to talk about it up front, not it away, because clients who hesitate on payment, they're not ready to buy now. They're, they're BSing, they're kicking tires. If you can't talk about price, that's that that to me is an indicator that you're not that serious about it, right? Because, you know, when you go to McDonald's, you don't care about the price. You can talk about price because you're there to actually buy something. You're hungry. You're, ready, you're there to do it now. People don't want to talk about price aren't there to buy now. I don't care what the purchase is. It can be a, as soon as you, you, if you're house shopping, the first question you ask is how much is that house? Because I'm ready to talk price. I, let me see if it's in my price range. If you're car shopping and you're looking to buy, you're talking about your car note. You're talking about your the price of the car. You're talking about interest rates immediately, immediately. As you're talking about, you know, hey, is this the Mustang? Is this the GT? Is this the Shelby edition? Okay, what they going for about forty nine? You, you're not you're not hesitant on price. People who don't want to talk about price are there to just kick tires. You got to be. You got to be able to disqualify people, right? Because business sometimes is a game of numbers. You have to be able to say, "Okay, you're not you're not serious right now. Let me. I got I got stuff to do." Or sometimes if people don't want to talk about price, this is a sales technique that you can use. You may say, "Hey, this this may be a little this may be a bit much for for kind of where you guys are right now. Let me refer you to somebody else that can provide it at the at the budget you have in mind." Like I'm notorious for doing that, and that'll make people say, "I I can afford this." Psh- 10,000, let's go. Okay. So sometimes you got to like punk people a little bit, like reverse psychology a little bit, just to see where they're at. Just to see where you where they're at on as far as sales. You got to kind of mentally punk people just a little bit. You know, it's just like sometimes you'll go into a, a, a Apple store and they'll be like, hey, you know, maybe you're not ready for the 16-inch MacBook. We can start you with the 13-inch over here. Like either you're going to be like, okay, yeah, or you're going to be like, no, I got to have the best. I want I want the top MacBook Pro. I want all the RAM. I want the biggest. And they bring out this five six thousand dollar laptop, and you like, oh snap! Okay, I gotta buy it now. That that works. Hey, I, I, I'm gonna tell you, I had that happen to me one time uh, when I went to go get my A7 R3. It was the day they came out, and I was at a local shop, and I'm like, y'all got any A7 R3s? They came out today. I'm sure y'all ain't got them. He's like, if I got one, you gonna buy it? My friends were like, I was like, yeah, I'm going to buy it right now. And that's how I got my A7R3. <laughs> True story. Um, let me make sure I got all the questions. England, listening from England. What's up, England? With a nice cup of tea. That's what's up. Let's see. Do you allow clients to do their own future edits of the final video they receive from you? No, I don't. They they shouldn't be able to. They shouldn't be able to. I mean, unless they're gonna cut it in half or whatever, but I usually don't. There's not much to edit. Let's talk about it. Um, Gregory said, I've done two videos 
for one client so far? One free and one paid, but not getting any other bites. What do your website look like? Where are you marketing the website? Let's talk about that. That's the most important thing. Um, what, where, where are places that you are listing your brand? They were ready to call my bluff. They were ready to call my bluff. That's, but you got to use that sales technique. You got to use that with your client just to find out what they're here for. Okay, where's here's fun? Here's a here's a dating uh, reference for fun film. You know, it, it's like that when you're dating, right? You can you can go on a date with somebody for eight dates. At some point, you got to be like, "Yo, we doing this or not?" Because if not, they'll just you you can find out they're just there to get free food. A lot of people just want the attention. As a guy's paying for dates, you could be you got to make sure you're not out. You know what I'm saying? Like, what are you here for? I'm not about to keep. You're not about to call me when you're hungry. What am I here for? So, um, should you have a fixed day rate or just go off client's budget? So, Donovan, this is something that I've 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 been big on. You want to have a fixed rate. So I do base rate. What is what does it cost me the first hour? Is the base rate plus each additional hour? My base rate, just for easy numbers, may be a thousand for the first hour, two hundred for each additional hour. So. You know, uh, our video contracts can be found on flashfilmacademy.com. We have a ton of different contracts. I got a graphic for that too. Got a graphic for everything. I think that's it. Shazam! Oh, that's the that's the that's that that's the uh, podcast contract pack we got. If you are a podcaster. And there's the ultimate contract pack. There you go. We just dropped the COVID contract right there. So if you need a waiver to protect yourself from COVID, we have that as well at flashfromacademy.com. That way a client can't sue you for giving it to them and you can't sue that client. The client understands, hey, if I come in here coughing, bro, you hired me to do the job. Wear your mask. Listen, and also, and, and that's something that I kind of want to talk about. Sometimes, hey, we may be, you, you got to be able to say, you got to be able to say no to stuff as a content creator, right? You you have to have the ability to say, hey, we can't do it at this price, you know, and be fine with that. Or you're going to be, people are going to be just sucking you for everything. Now, don't get me wrong. It's a complete difference. There is a complete difference between being lowball and having something light that lands on your plate. Let me explain the difference, Right. Being lowball is somebody who walked in the door and they said, look, man, or, or being lowball to somebody who likes your services, have you go through the whole spill, you tell them what the price is, the day rate, they got a whole lot of stuff they want to do. Like it's a complex shoot and they saying, I can't afford to pay what you want, but I can give you this. That's lowball. Don't do that. Now you may have something that land on your plate. Hey man, I need 10 minutes of a talking head shot, no B-roll. I got a thousand dollars. I'll come get that. I'll come get that ten minutes, thousand dollars in ten minutes. Of course, if I'm not doing nothing and I, it's a, you know, a Tuesday morning or whatever, I'll come get that. Being lowballed is completely different. So you have to have the ability because sometimes telling the client no is the best thing you can do. Hey, I'm gonna refer you to somebody else who may be able to do it within that price range. That person you refer them to, that company that's your that's your ace boom coom people you know you cool with. What they're going to do is get jobs. It's like, hey, this is too much for me. Let me send you over here to Ty. His company is bigger. He can help you. 
It usually works like that. So don't feel bad about, you know, and, and also the client, when you send them to Mer- from Mercedes to the Kia dealership down the street, in their mind, they're always going to want to come back to Mercedes. They're going to stack their bread so they can come back and get a Mercedes. No disrespect to Kia, but it's just a price difference there. So in their mind, they're going to go get their Kia. They're going to pay on their Kia. They're going to pay it off. And they're like, yeah, it's cool, but I really want a Mercedes. And when, them, when they get their pockets together, they're going to be running back to you to try to get the highest thing you got. So it's something to keep in mind business-wise when you're dealing with people. When you're dealing with, it's, you know. So real quick, um, a few questions popped up. How do you pivot your free clients um, you've been getting? Wait, how do you pivot your free clients you've been getting? I'm, I'm assuming to be hot, to be high paying clients down the road. You don't. Free clients are beta testers. They're beta testers. If they want to pay you for something, cool. Keep them as free clients. You need them, right? You need them to be honest with you. Let me give you, let me break it down. Let me give you another relationship analogy, right? You need a, this, this is the place where you, I got a perfect one. Listen, as a man, as a man or as a woman, you need friends who are on the opposite sex. You need, like, it's good to have female friends that are just your friends, right? That's what these beta customers are. They're just your friends. Why? Because you need to go to them with a problem and say, what do you think about this? You think this is corny? Should I send her flowers? I like this girl. Should I send her flowers? You need a female friend to say, nah, that's, I wouldn't do it. Or yeah, of course you should send her flowers. It's her birth. You need that open, honest dialogue to be successful in this lane. You need friends who are, honest with you who are real with you hey man i wouldn't wear that shirt you don't need friends it's like yeah 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 that works you need people that's like bro that's not a good look for you that you can trust so to have a good relationship or to do the right things i tell people get you a friend that's that's of the you want you want success in your, I'm not going to say success in your relationship, but if you're trying to beat people, if you need a little bit of help, if you got female friends, they'll point you in the right direction. They'll be like, I wouldn't wear them shoes or, or take her somewhere nice like this. Like You're right. Okay, cool. It's kind of like having a big sister. You know what I'm saying? If you're dating, you got a big sister. She can tell you, don't put on too much cologne. You know what I'm saying? She'll tell you stuff like that. That's, that's what your beta testers are. I'm not trying to turn my friends into more than that. I'm trying to leave them right there. Now, if they got something they want me to do extra, they're like, yo, here goes something cool. But the goal, the relationship is way more valuable than whatever client they can be because they're, they're going to give you the inside track on how to beat other people like them, right? If you got, if you're, if you're, what you're shooting is, food photography and you got three restaurants that you work with for free, they're going to tell you what they're willing to pay, why they're willing to pay it, everything, what they need, what you should be doing, where you should be. They're going to tell you everything to go after everybody else and keep that relationship there. Sometimes when you get money involved in that relationship, they're scared to talk to you because they don't know what it's going to cost them. So keep that relationship. It's very important that you have that. That is the cheat code to business. That's your cheat code to business. Keep that relationship. All right. I missed a lot of questions talking on that, but that's a big, big thing. Let's see. You want to make sure you keep that relationship. Referrals is, is tough. 
Um, referrals is tough. I'm, I'm, he said he was saying um, referring is, is work sometimes as well. Yes, it can be. Um, that's why you got to have a relationship with other photographers and videographers. HoneyBook is a great place to find this relationship. If you go into the community section, it can be tough. <laughs> Shazam, lightning will strike and Ty going to appear in his production car outside my house ready to go. That's right. I do documentary style storytelling for black owned businesses. I'm the best at what I do. Um, what is the best way to get paid what I'm worth? I'm making less than a thousand dollars per video. All right. You want my honest truth? Um, be a documentary style storyteller for all businesses. Right. That's just, if you want to make more money and you want me to be honestly and blunt with you, be one for all businesses. Um, don't, don't, don't narrow where the money's coming from. Um, be more specific on the documentary style. Get all bread. Don't be like, I'm not taking your dollar. Your dollar, no, I'm taking everybody's money. Everybody, everybody can push their money in the middle of this table, and I'm taking it. Um, if you want to get paid what you're worth, you have to be valuable for everybody. Period. Let me say it again. If you want to get paid what you're worth, you need to be a value for everybody. That's the only way you're going to get it. Um, because, you know, and be more specific on a documentary style. What type of, are we doing documentary promo videos? Are you following the CEO through a surgery, like through surgery? Like you got to be more specific on what you're, you know, what type of documentary you're providing. Cause documentaries are different from channel to channel. If I'm watching discovery channel or, you know, home improvement network is two different documentaries. So just be more specific on that. Um, does your base rate reset every day? Yep. It resets every day. It will not be a one. Hour. The base rate won't start today and be hourly. Cause, cause think about it. Your day rate. Think about it like this. Take whatever your day rate is, push 30% of it into the first hour and divide the 70% by the other seven hours. That's your day rate. That's your base rate plus your hourly every day. So just, just make sure. Um, I have a question to give context. I've been uh, wanting some equipment to arrive to me and yet it hasn't got here due to COVID. When it comes, how do I start going to bars, showing off gear? Not at all. You want to build your brand. Everything starts with your brand. Nothing starts with your gear. Cause guess what? It's going to be six other guys who made that same order. That's sitting there. Like I'll do it too. And then the only thing you have, the only thing you'll have to compete with is on price. And then you'll look up and you'll be doing it for a dollar. And you didn't pay 20000 for gear. So it's something that you don't want to do. Tie drop, nothing but gems. Whatever happened to the just something to talk about merch? Because you literally say a lot of things most business owners don't think of. Um, That's a good idea. I may do that. Real quick, do you have packages that are already made or do you custom for, for customize them on the spot? Okay, listen, the more niche you are, you can create packages within. If you only do a one type of video, look, I'm doing a business promo video. Talking head, B-roll, inspiring music. That's my video in, in a nutshell, right? Now, we can get extensive on how much B-roll we can add. We can get extensive on what we can do with talking heads, but packages, I, I know specifically what I'm shooting. 
that corporate is the most boring but lucrative field you can be in, right? I can get jazzier with my, my talking heads. I can bring a second camera and get a slider and we can, you know, I may have a package that offers that and then a package that offers more. I can get jazzier with B-roll. We can bring a steady cam operator, drone shots. So I can create packages specifically for my niche. The problem becomes when you try to do everything and then you have to, somebody run up to you like, yo, I need this. And you don't have a package for you for it. It's because it's not in your, it's not in your field. It's not specific. So that's something you got to think about. If you know exactly what you're going to do, you can not only create packages, but create subscription-based plans on it. You have to be, every, every time you walk into Walmart, they have a SKU and a UPC for every single item they sell, right? They don't say, come in and pick what you want, we'll figure it out. They have a SKU and a product number for every single thing. They just have the ability to, to scale their business where they can carry a million products. Right now, you should have about nine. You should have nine products. Three niches should have three different layers. Three niches should have bronze, silver, gold, bronze, silver, gold, bronze, silver, gold, period. Focus on your nine products. That's it. You shouldn't be talking about nothing else. Now, you can have add-ons to those products. Like, we offer the ability to add a teleprompter. But guess what? That's in my silver package in video production. You can add that to the bronze if you only need it there for two hours, if it's quick, blah, 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 blah. So, so you want to make sure that you run your business that way. You should have your packages down. And what's dope is your, your um, proposal should highlight what package they selected and then, uh, and then tell them what's above it and what's under it. Because people think, well, I'm going I'm to lose money if I pitch a $1,500 package and they choose an $1,100 package. Yeah, but you got a client for life. They're going to come back and offer that, buy that multiple times. I've never had a client downgrade something and not come back. In fact, they trusted me more because I provided options. And they said, what about this? Can I go with this? Yeah, but you're going to have less this, this, and this. How important is that to you? Oh, well, that works out perfect. Okay, cool. Let's do it. So it's something to think about. Good looking out on, good looking out on a super chat. In Focus Films says, what teleprompter do you recommend? Yeah, I have an iPad teleprompter. I got it off of Amazon. Um, I'll have to see if I can pull it up. But there's an app that is on Amazon. I mean, that is that I definitely suggest. Let me see if I can find that app real quick. It's called Prompter Pro, Pro Prompter Studios, right? It's a really good app. Um, I'm, I like it because it, you can download it for both your phone and you can download it for um, your, your iPad and you can control your iPad from your phone. So I can stop it, reverse it, control the speed at which people read. And continue to go, so it's it's a really good time, really good teleprompter. Currently, we're not we're not hiring. Um, in the future, we might, especially for the Flash from Academy side, because I'm looking to get so much stuff out. Do you get gut feelings about some customers? Should I trust my gut feelings? Can customers um, be turned around from negative to positive? Okay, that's a good question, um, Bruce. Bruce, I get a lot of gut feelings about customers because of things I've seen before. I know at a shoot, this customer is going to be a problem. This customer is going to be extra. Um, so I'm just I'm I'm just so used to maneuvering that I take the power away from customers. 
because customers want to they want to be empowered. Oh, I, I, I had a client says, you know, oh, my wife is flipping out. Kindly, sir, that's you picked her. I didn't. When you're the boss, you can say little stuff like that. Um, you know, I, you got to politely say, what does that got to do with me? You got to politely find a way to be like, what does that have to do with me? You know, even if it's pulling people back to, okay, hey, well, this is what we're going to do for you. We're going to do this, that. Because I don't, you got to, I separate emotions from the business side of it. I don't, I'm just a cut and dry. We can laugh, we can joke, but we're talking about feeding my kids here. So you got to make sure that you're direct with them and you have the power. You don't let a client wear you out doing, have you doing all this stuff and jumping through hoops. Take control of your situation. So, Something it's something that um is something that you have to learn to be good at. Because clients will listen, people will use the hell out of you just because, oh, can you shoot that? Oh, I forgot. What about if you film? Oh, let me bring the kids. You need to control that. You need to control it. And a way to make people think about what they're asking you to do is by adding a value to it, by adding a it cost them, right? Because people would do a thousand revisions. Can we change that? Can we change the shirt color? What if we zoomed it? Like little stuff. Yeah, but when you when you tell them it costs money to do it, watch how how few revisions they have. When they got to tie it to, you know, money. Now, they're not thinking about the fact that you're tying it to your time, which is money. You could be off doing something else. Your time is valuable. They're not thinking about that. So you want to make sure that you make them hurt in the, in a place where they feel it, and that's their pockets. That's their pockets. So definitely something to think about. Um, Make sure I get to the questions here. Let me see. Let me see. Having, Having trouble finding my specific market niche for video production services. I currently offer services for real estate, corporate weddings, sports, and restaurants. Any tip? You're doing way too many. You got to figure out what you love and do just that, right? Coca-Cola sold one product for like 30 years and became the best at it. Just do one thing. Focus on being the best at that one thing. Stop trying to do everything. Just because your camera can take pictures of everything doesn't mean you need to be in, you know, just because your car can drive don't, don't, don't mean you need to be in every race. Your car is not, you, you can't win every type of race with one car. You can't win the Baja and then turn around and do Formula One with the same car. You need to build your car, your brand, to race the track or race in the type of race you want to race. If you, a, a drag car will never be the car that is going through curves and turns. A funny car, it just don't... Two different things. You need to learn what you want to do and build the car to race that track. Whether it's a quarter mile, whether it's the 24-hour Le Mans, whatever racing you're trying to do, you need to build your car your brand, your gear, your look, your name, your colors, your your uh, uniform around that niche. That's how you become successful, right? Just if you have a Mercedes and, and money is not an object, you're going to take it back to the dealership 10 times to one. If, it's, if you got to go between a Mercedes dealership and a guy who just fixes cars, who got everything, you're going to pick the Mercedes dealership every single time. Because you know it's going to be right. You ain't got to worry about it. They got another loaner. 
everything. So you need to be that for your client, right? If they want to get this type of video done, it costs a little bit more, but they know to come see you. When you send a quote, do you send a list of services you provide as well? Yes, my proposal usually have whatever package that I've pitched to them and then a below and above package and some a la carte items. So they know, oh, I can add a teleprompter. Oh, I can add makeup. Oh, and my and my proposal breaks down every part of it. It's a little bit big. Yep. Um Love it or list it. They always say they want more. They always say based on your budget, if you want more, you have to give up something from your wish list. That's that's correct. I don't go down in price. We remove stuff off of. That's why I tell you to itemize everything. I don't go down on price. I don't I don't give you the same stuff for a lower price. We're going to remove something. You got to feel if I got to fill a burn, you got to fill a burn. Right. If I got to lose money, you got to lose something. It's just fair. Fair negotiating. If you take something off. If you take something off the price without removing something on your end, you're eating that. You're losing. It's not a good look. I don't like to lose in business. I like to win in business. So you want to make sure that they that you're taking something off. Imagine walking into a dealership saying, I want the top model for the price of this one. Who's going to eat that cost? Somebody got to eat it. They're either going to bury it in your loan, they're going to bury it in your trade-in, or, or they're going to bury it in their profit. I'm not burying nothing in my profit. It's not going to happen. Keep the power merch. <laughs> I just started out, but I only have a phone to shoot. Already done a music video and some short commercial videos for free. How can I position myself in the charging for shooting with the phone? One, this depends where you are. Two, you could possibly go after an Instagram crowd, an Instagram, um, some type of influencer who need extra footage. That's a way where you can shoot with your phone and possibly get clients and get and get client work uh, a lot of personal projects so something to think about Todd do you have any tips on sales and marketing or when it might be the time to outsource that my main traffic source is Craigslist and referrals two edits um you can outsource sales honestly whenever you can afford it but you have to come up with a plan you can't just say hey you go sell some videos if they don't know about it I, I'm usually the for, the front runner for sales. Everything else is easier to outsource than sales unless I have a manual of what I expect um, from the from the company. It's 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 easier to outsource the editor though. It's easier to outsource somebody to come film it than it is for sales. So think about it. Do you have a, a cheat sheet for itemized for your itemized services? No, they are on my proposal. Um, that's a cheat sheet like that is something that will be, it's working on. It will be alongside of the master course when available. I'm still working. I'm still trying to get more tools like that. In fact, I'll probably be getting with the gold members, um, to kind of beta test a few things. We'll get, we'll get to that in a minute. Um, cause we're not going to be on too long today. I know I say that and then we'll be on forever because there's a storm in my area and, uh, Yeah. We've been on an hour already. So let me see. Something to think about. Let me make sure I got all the questions. All right. Yeah, don't, you know, 
you want to be careful with making sure you uh you focus on your niche. You know you know what it is you do, right? You can't you can't do. I'm not gonna say you can't do everything. Listen, when I tell you to get a niche, it's not because it's impossible to do a lot of different stuff. It's impossible to be successful and make a living doing everything. Simply because you, the average person don't have, the average person don't have the marketing budget to go after everything. Real quick, Facebook users say, how do I become a gold member? It's on the YouTube. When you log into the YouTube channel, um, you click the join button. So it's difficult to go after everybody, right? You want to focus on one thing. If I had to take the money out of my pocket and dominate one industry, you got to determine what that industry is. And then if you're really good at it, you can be expensive enough where that's all you need to survive. That's all you need to survive. So something to think about it. Get that bag merch. I actually got to get that bag merch. I need to see if I can pop it in here, but I got, I got, I got, uh, get the bag merch for sure. I don't know if I could, uh, they used to let you pin into the screen, but they don't let you pin into the screen, but I definitely got merch that says get the bag. So it's something you definitely want to make sure that, you know, you want, you want to make sure that it's taken care of. How do you script out a shoot? That's a great question, Rebecca. Um, depends on the shoot itself. Now, I like to ask the clients, and this is something this is a, this is something that's pre-production, that's itemized. Do they need help writing the script? Do they have a script? Do they need us to look over it, or are we showing showing up shooting? If you send me a script and you say, "Well, what do you think about this?" If you're not paying me to look over the script, outside of little stuff. Like, I'm not going to rewrite it and tell you, oh, this is, you know, I can be like, okay, we need to shoot this at this time. I can help you make sure that the timing is right. That's it. I'm not here to tell you whether this is written or this good, this is catchy. However, you can hire us to write the script. That's a part of the job that I'm outsourcing to copywriters. That's why it's good to have a copywriter. If you look on Flash Film Academy under the gear section, gear and services, I have a few copywriters that I use on Fiverr to to help writing i may charge a client eight hundred dollars a thousand dollars to write their script and then i'm gonna send it to my fifty dollar copywriter now i've worked with this fifty dollar copywriter so much that i know what their questions are what they're going to ask and those are the questions that i provide to the client and then whenever changes need to be made i take what they said in the email send it to my writer he makes the changes i take it and send it back and i'm the middleman that's something that you need to outsource copywriting is not my thing some of you can see and tell and know that I'm not a copier. I'm not a writer, right? I am more of the creative side. So it is a way to, it's another item you can have. How do I find my first client? I walk in the door and say, can I shoot for y'all for free? Correct. Y'all not getting hit hard over there, man. I know you in Dallas. I'm, we're starting to get a little weird over here. I love the Pocket 4K. I'm actually, this is what I'm using now. Instead of the C200. It's all about profits. How do you figure out your niche when you're starting out? It's all based on what you love. It's all based on what you love. You gotta, it gotta be, what you love is the number one factor. Because that's the only way you're gonna get really good at it. That's the only way you're gonna be, you're gonna wanna talk about it. I, I love the business side of this, this industry, right? I wouldn't, I couldn't get on here and talk for, 
an hour and three minutes, over an hour and three minutes if I didn't have passion. If I was doing this for money, I wouldn't be on YouTube. <laughs> if I was doing this just like for the money, it wouldn't be a good look right now. However, I am here because this is my passion and I love it. Hopefully it'll grow into something where it's financially there. But if this was just about money, I, w- I would have ran out of stuff to talk about a long time ago. I'd be like, okay, y'all, two questions. I'm out of here. You know what I'm saying? So you want to make sure that your niche is based off your passion because you're going to need that to fuel you and, and help to, to add fuel to you and take you places. Just want money won't get you. It has to be passion involved. So pick what you love to do. And, and then we, and then the goal is to create the business to get paid to do it. If you think people ain't getting paid for dumb stuff, there's guys selling manure. They call it fertilizer. And they're just bagging crap and selling, selling crap in a bag. There's a way to monetize anything. Ty, you're a true gym. I was taking advice from my old head photographer until I found your YouTube page. This dude had me all backwards. You got me pointed in the right direction. Thanks, bro. And chatting, listen, the thing the thing about this industry is this. There's been a huge change in the industry because it's shifted from being just photography to now a tech industry, right? Um, cameras are now computers. Cameras are now, it's now an IT industry. So you have to approach it differently. What used to have been a nice to have is now a component of, of it's pretty much as important as IT for businesses. Businesses need IT to make the back end run, to make things run right. They need content to make the front end run, to get people's attention, to even train in-house. It is, it is a necessity for a business. So business models have to change to, to also make sure we offer it that way. If you're still offering it like you, they used to offer it, you won't survive. That's the reason you see no more portrait studios and Walmarts and JCPenney's and Sears. That method does not work. And there are a lot of guys who don't want to change. They don't want to evolve. They don't want to grow. They just want to be just photographers. You can't be a photographer in 2020 without touching Lightroom, without touching a computer. It doesn't happen. Business-wise, the business has changed and followed that same path. So, unfortunately, you get a lot of older guys who are stuck on if it ain't a Nikon lens, it ain't a good lens. Don't touch that Tamron. You get those guys. And don't be mad. Say okay. They mean you the best. They don't mean you harm. But it's a hobby to them. They're not living. Um, they're not in the front line. And those who are in the front line, I get, t- I get for every message, every 10 messages I get with people saying, wow, I didn't know that. Thank you. I get a message from somebody who's like, dude, you're spot on. I'm out here. I'm living it. We're doing it. You're right. So when you get people who are on the front line, who are living it, the information is a little more raw and a little more direct. And you got to be careful with that online, especially on YouTube, because you got a lot of people who have camera gear because they work for companies or they work for somebody. They're not doing the business side. They're not they don't understand how to find the customer. They're usually they, they're usually freelancing and they're in a pool of people getting pulled. out. Hey, do you got a red? Yeah. Show up at this shoot on Monday. And they're doing it and they're making money and they're successful that way. And that's fine. Nothing wrong with that. But it's completely different than being a guy who has to eat what he catches, who has to, you know, build the whole boat and the fishing rod and choose the lake and choose the bait and go out here and put food on his table for his kids 
period. It's just different. And that's what I teach, how to build everything so you can go in business and do your own thing. So my bad on the long rant, but I think that's important, um, very important. So real quick, every time I work for charities uh, for free, I get treated like crap. But when I when I charge full rate, it's all good. Why, why, why? Why should I, why should I do this to help charities and still be respected? Or what should I do um, to help charities and still be respected? Stop helping charities. <laughs> I do very few nonprofit work. Um, and, it, you know, the emotional side of you is like, man, I really want to help this and I really want to do that. But even nonprofits make profit. So they often take advantage of you just because of their, just because of whatever their cause is. Right. And as a businessman, my goal is to make profit. I'm not here to, I didn't choose this to save animals. No disrespect to animals and saving animals, but I am doing this for, to, to start a bit. This is my business. This is my livelihood. I didn't do this. I'm not well off and, and wanted to do this to help a cause. Now, if I have it in, if, if I'm doing good that month and I see it in my heart to go film something for an organization that I support, that is a possibility. However, I'm not going to be lured into that situation situation with the promise of a paying client to be lowballed for your cause. No, doesn't work like that with me because your CEO is somewhere slamming Cadillac doors. Your CEO is probably taking helicopters for, for 20 mile trips. I'll be damned if I'm eating Raymond noodles and your CEO is balling somewhere. No, let him eat the five, six hundred dollars or $2,000 that you're asking me to eat for this project. It's not going to happen with me. Let me send you down the street to homeboy who can do it for dirt cheap. I'm not doing it. No disrespect, but it's just, it's just business. Don't take it personal. What's my favorite line? It's just business. I told you, I told you there's not a more cutthroat line in all of TV than, Hey, don't take it personal. It's just business. There's a reason why that line is big. So, you know, that's right. Ty out here teaching how to build the fishing net. And I'll just, you know, I listen, if I can't do anything, I just want to be real with you. I just want to be honest with you. Like, you got enough BS out here. You got enough BS on YouTube to keep you floating in the clouds forever. If you want to do this for a living and not do it as a hobby, not do it on the side, not make a little money on the side, but to do 100% this, this is the method on how I do it. And you know what? Like, I'm going to be honest with you. I used to actually bump heads with other photographers like, no, nah, that's not. And then I had to ask myself like, hey, and one time I did this, I said, everybody in the room that makes 100 percent of your income from your camera, raise your hand. It was like one other person. And I'm like, why am I arguing with y'all? Y'all got jobs. I, you, you can't tell me what's working. And you, you know what I'm saying? And you're not doing this full time. I'm going to let y'all talk amongst yourself. But those who make a living off of this. Let's go talk in the other room. You ever see the movie 300 where it's like, what do you do? I'm a carpenter. What do you do? I'm a fisherman. And it's like, what do we do? Kill. Like, that's all we do. That's literally how I took that moment. Like, why am I, why am I getting war techniques and you going back to be a carpenter later? Like, get out of here, guy. So or why am I arguing what works and what doesn't? I'm not saying why I'm not, you know, it's probably something to be learned, but why am I arguing with that person? I'm not. So, 
when you do this all day, every day, and this is your number one and only source of income, your, your only source of income come through that lens, you work a little differently. You take things a little more seriously. Um, and things, more things are important. My line is, I reckon that my line is, uh, I tell the clients, you sell a steak, I sell a sizzle. That is so true. That's so true. Um, let's see. CRP Media says, I told him this. Wait, when they had me in their meeting for the first time in five years, they actually said they're having a professional photographer instead taking taking photos. So you want to make sure, listen, negotiating is huge. You have to be confident with your brand. You have to be confident with your ability. You have to be confident with the with the brand that you're building. And you have to say no sometimes. You got to be like, nah, we good. Next. That'll throw people off. Nah, we good. And just look at him. And people will be offended. Like, how dare he say no? You know what I'm saying? You got to do it sometimes. Sometimes people run up on you and you got to just say no. Be saying no is the best. It's the most. It's the, it's the best thing ever. Don't be afraid to say no. Don't be afraid to. Don't be cocky, but, hey, you know, you can't you can't walk in a Walmart and negotiate a price in a place that is known for being cheap. What do you think the expensive place is going to do? <laughs> how dare you? And how dare you walk into the Ralph Lauren custom shop and ask for a clearance shirt? You better go to Marshalls for that. You better go to TJ Maxx. How dare you walk in here? Our shirts start at $500. It is what it is. This is couture. You know what I'm saying? Be that. Don't be the negotiator. Okay, okay, maybe we can get the... Either you can afford it or you can't. Period. So, um, do higher rates attract higher paying clients? Higher rates attract better clients. Um, people who pay the least, they're going to want so much more for their money. You got to excuse me, I got a little, a little stopped up. Allergies. People who pay the least going to be over your shoulder like, let me see that picture again. What about what about the light? You think people who spend money, right, in their mind, they're spending more to not have to worry about it. People who don't spend a lot, they don't trust you. That's probably why they didn't pay you a lot. Let's be real. They, they would have paid you more if they felt like you were worth more. And it could be you didn't do a job, good job at showing value. Or they just the type of person that cut corners and won't hook up with everything. I, I know people that want to hook up with everything. They don't want to pay full price for nothing, right? That's not a reflection of you. That's a reflection of them. Because when you make a little money, you like, Psh, it's what? Yeah, okay. How much is that? Yeah, okay. You want to be around people like that who want to pay to not have to worry about it. They're going to be your more hiring clients. They're not going to bug you. They're going to say, what do you think? Okay, let's do that. People who don't spend money. I mean, go look at, go look at walking to Target and walking to Walmart. Look at the type of people. No disrespect. I like to go to Walmart like crazy. But look at the type of people. Then go to a more higher end. You know, you're just going to see different type of people in different places. It is what it is. Um, so you got to know that when you're doing $50 music videos, you got to know what you're dealing with. You want to avoid that. Any advice on selling prints in 2020? Don't sell prints. Use was use um shoot proof. 
and allow clients that you do work with to see them and buy them on their own. I don't think prints are a, I'm not saying there isn't a market for prints. There is a market for prints. Um, I don't think it's a super viable, like it's a place to be right now. It's kind of like selling records, selling CDs. It's kind of like opening a music store right now. Yeah, you can still go get CDs from certain places, but it's not the bread and butter. So I would be, I would be, you know, cautious of it. Any advice for those who need more experience, go shoot for free. Go shoot for free. Focus on the, the relationship with the client more than you focus on the pictures or video you're delivering. The, the relationship is the most important part. If you cannot connect with a client and understand what they need, you're just a camera guy. Let me say it again, right? If you're a doctor and you can't diagnose a problem, you're just a drug dealer, period. We got enough drug dealers. We need more doctors. Doctors make more money than drug dealers. You're just a corner boy pushing dime bags. If you're not able to look at what they need and diagnose the problem, you want to offer, you want to solve their problem. They don't need a camera guy. The iPhone shoots 4K 60 stabilized with perfect exposure in all type of lighting situations. It'll damn near edit it for you. They don't need camera guys. They need content creators that are, that are, that provide solutions. If you're not that, you're going to have a hard time making it. Period. Because their iPhone can outshoot you and do it in their pocket. They don't have to wait. They don't have to set up. They don't have to pay no deposits, no paperwork. They can just say, bam. So that's something that you need to be mindful of. Okay. Rebecca says, I tell um, prospective clients when they try to ask for a discount on my price, do you have competitors that offer the same service for cheaper? They say, yes. Then I say, uh, you know, why do they come to you? They, be, they say because of the quality I offer and I'm an expert. It's the same for me. That is a great way to put it. Use you. That's a, that's a great way to put it. You as their business owners, they get it. Use their situation on themselves. That's a great way to put it, Rebecca. So you want to make sure that you are mindful of that as you, and those are things that you'll learn from building the relationships to, to work with different clients. Those are things you'll learn, right? You'll learn what dentists are funny about and what restaurant owners like or don't like. Those are things that you'll learn staying within that niche. Now, you can't take something from a restaurant owner and apply it to a dentist. It's two totally different things. You go in the back of a restaurant, it's flour everywhere. It's all kind of stuff going on, moving parts and probably wet floors and sweeping and whatever. You go into a dentist's office, it's super clean. They're not having it. It's just It's just different. Once you get used to the lingo and, you know, things like that, you'll be better in a niche. If you, you got to focus on that niche though. You said, my wife used to always say, you can't trust them YouTube photographers. Um, I'll brush it off like whatever. Then Ty come and explain why, why now? And I'm like, damn, she right. There's a lot of, listen, listen to this. There's a, there's a difference between freelance and, and having a business, right? There's a lot of freelance photographers that are talking entrepreneurial talk. And no disrespect. I'm about to use something else here. No disrespect. If, if you're an Uber driver, you're not a freelancer. You're not a freelancer. You don't get the business. You just do the work. Free, I mean, you're not a business owner. I'm sorry. You are a freelancer. 
you are a freelancer if you're an Uber driver, right? Especially if you jump back and forth between Uber and Lyft. You don't go get the business. You just do the, you just do the work. That's fine. There's no entrepreneurial talk there. We're not talking business. That's just talking about working. It's a difference between somebody who's going to get the business. Starting a taxi company is the, is the business owner, is the entrepreneur. Being available to work for the taxi company doesn't make you an entrepreneur. No disrespect, but there's a clear line between the two, right? There's a clear line between the two. As a business owner, you're controlling everything. Your job is to do the fish, is to go do the fishing. As a, as a freelancer, you just, you're just cleaning the fish. You're cleaning and cooking the fish. That's it. You're not going fishing. I want to control everything. The profit is in fishing. The profit is not in cleaning the fish. The profit is in going to get the fish. Right? A lot of people think, and I'm going to use a drug analogy. A lot of people think the money is in making the drugs. That's not where the money is at. The money is in getting the drugs where it needs to go. The smugglers make the money in the drug business. That's, that's who make the money. It's not the guy who creates it. A side note for those who want to know. But you want to make sure that you're around people who understand the difference. Right? A lot of people talk entrepreneur and they're and they're and they're I'm an entrepreneur. What do you do? I do Uber. Okay. So I need to know. I don't need to know nothing else. Okay. That's my favorite line in the world. They're my favorite two letters right now in the world. Okay. I don't even argue with you. So make sure that you understand that as a entrepreneur, you're creating a brand to go and get clients. And when I say go and get clients, I don't necessarily mean run up on them, but you're creating a brand that appeals to people in need of your services. That's a business owner. That's an entrepreneur. So something to think about. He said is uh 1.2k per meetup to shoot three YouTube videos in a day too much. Too much for who? There's a hundred dollar bottle of water out here. It's too much for some people. It ain't too much for whoever they got buying it. Nothing nothing in this world is expensive. It's too expensive. Nothing. Nothing in this world is too expensive. You just don't make enough. Bentleys don't cost too much. I just don't make enough. However, I'm getting there. There isn't a such thing of things. If things were too expensive, it wouldn't exist because nobody would buy it. It would be no market for it. Every time you see something, you're like, damn, look at that price. Somebody's buying it. A lot of people are buying it. You just can't afford it. You know what I mean? Like, you just can't afford it. It's kind of the same when you have friends, you ride past a big house, and your friends are like, man, I would hate to cut all this grass. It's just you can't afford this house. Or you wouldn't give because if you can afford this house, you wouldn't give a damn about the cost of the grass. You don't care what the light bill is. They can afford it. You can't. The goal is to change the way you think and don't and take, you know, take more responsibility and accountability to your side, your portion of the equation. And the fact is, I can't afford it. What am I going to do about it? I'm not going to cry about the price and say, oh, they need to bring that price down. They need to go on sale. They need to. Nope. I'm going to work on my life to make sure that whenever I want that, I don't have a problem getting it. That's how your mindset should be. Nothing is too expensive in this world. You just can't afford it. That's the harsh, honest truth that we have to, uh, that we have to, uh, swallow. <laughs> 
So, some of the, and, and like I said, you know, look at some of your YouTubers. They're, they're, they live in the studio. It's all studio. Just look at some of them. Be mindful if they are freelancers or, or they're business owners. It's important. If you don't see any vans, you don't see them on location other than filming movies, if they only do high-end work, they may only be freelancers. They may, they may only be a rented camera. I have a red whatever. Whenever you need it, come call me. I'll show up and shoot. That's it. I may be a DP for a certain job. That's it. And that's cool. Not knocking that lifestyle. Not knocking it. I've had clients contact us to do certain portion shoots like that, and we've done it. Well, we've been a hired camera on set because we were shooting four commercials, and, hey, we need another Canon, or we need another Black Magic. Hey, we need a, a, a jib. You know, we got a 14-foot crane. We need a crane. Cool. We need a crane operator. I'm there. We need a drone operator. We need a study cam operator. We still take those assignments. But there's a difference between somebody who goes out and fishes and somebody who's just there cutting up fish all day, just cooking fish all day. A lot of cats are just cooking it. And you just, you got to know the difference. You got to know the difference. Um, YouTube, some, let me answer this one real quick. Derek says, YouTube photographers that have you buying 35s, 50s, 85s, 20 to 75s, 105s, and you listen to them and try to realize you only need a 20 to 75 lenses for your needs. Yes. See, you, the thing is this. A lot of reviewers and stuff like that, they aren't reviewing based off your niche. If you're not doing headshots, why you got headshot glass? You know what I'm saying? Like, if your niche is specific to corporate events, if you're doing corporate event photography, there's two lenses you need, in my opinion. 24-70 and a 70-200, period. If you're doing corporate event photography, you can do 99.9% of all corporate event photography with these two lenses. So, yeah, if they're both two $2,500 lenses, that's all you need. You can still do headshots with the 70-200. I've done it plenty of times. So if you don't have a niche, if you're all over the place, you can never get the best equipment because you're buying too much of everything, listening to people on YouTube, having you all over the place because you have not made the decision as to what niche you're going to do. So you can know, hey, I need to only follow and listen to people who are doing exactly what I'm doing. So you're not buying lenses for no reason or gimbals and you're not doing no, no type of study cam stuff. You're just out here. You don't want to do that because they'll have you buying stuff you don't need. Um, Real quick, how do you respond to restaurants to say they don't have the budget for photos since COVID, COVID uh, crisis? I'm focusing on food photography. Okay, you want to kind of talk to them about focusing on food photography that still shows what they're doing to help protect those who are worried about the COVID crisis. You need to use the COVID Kind of use it as a tool to help them redo their photos. Hey, you need to show that you're using cutting boards and that you're, you know, you're disinfecting a place and that you're delivering this food in certain containers, that it's a no touch delivery. You need to, to show your clients that so that they'll feel comfortable with purchasing food from you. That's something that I would push towards those clients. That's 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 really big right now. Derek, yes, that's correct. Okay, said invest in yourself. This is a great question by Bruce. Have you had a customer 
changed the concept, theme, or style halfway through the shoot and wanted to start again. What did you do? That's perfect. I charged their ass again. That's cool. We did we did 50% of it. You paid 50%. We're starting over. Guess what? I'm coming back out tomorrow for a whole new day rate. Perfect. More money for me. I have no problem with that. I love changes in the middle of the shoot because I am flex. I, it's easy for me to switch up. It's not mentally. I'm all about flexication, but that wallet is your wallet is just going to fill it. We're here longer. We got to do more. We got to switch it. Perfect. More money for me. More profit. Undecisive people are the most profitable people. It shouldn't hurt. Like somebody's got to eat it. Somebody's got to eat this. This change. It should never be you. I'm not eating. I'm not eating it because you're not. You're not decisive. You don't know what you want. Or your boss come in and say, "Let's change the shirt to red. We got to reshoot all the scenes." Perfect. I'm not going to eat that. Why should I eat that? I'm here doing my job. I'm here on time with the right gear, the right equipment, ready to go. If you want to change something last minute, you got to eat that. And if you don't make the client eat it, listen, let me tell you, if you don't make the client eat that, they're going to do it 50 times. And then on the 48th time when you're tired and you make them eat it, why do we got to pay for changes? We didn't made all these changes. We, y'all, we, did, we changed this and y'all didn't say nothing. You got to make them eat it the first time. Here's another analogy. It's like training a puppy. When they go on that carpet, you got to bring them outside the first time and every time until they get it. And then they'll stop coming to you making changes unless they come to you with money. You have to do it because when it don't cost them nothing, they don't. people don't think about what it takes to reshoot six scenes. They just wanted, hey, you know, I want to make a shirt blue. They don't, they don't think about that. Um, financially, you have to make them think about it. Because if not, like I said, you're going to eat it. You're going to waste time and money. Even if it's just time, you're eating it. So you have to be mindful of that as you move forward with a client because they will just do it and do it and do it. I've had it happen numerous times. That's why there is a revision amount in my contract pack. You only got a certain amount of revisions. I'm not doing this all day. Or I'm not making, because it'll be little stuff. Hey, can you add this to, can we add the text to, can we maybe change? They'll do little stuff if it's free. You ha- And this is taken away from your kids, your time, your sleep, your 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 Netflix, whatever it is you want to do with your time because you've worked hard. It's taken away from that. And you need to be mindful of that. You need to value that. You need to put a price tag on that. Right? Me, me wrestling with my little ones is more important than, me changing the, the font six times. How about you tell me what font you want and then we start and we charge for revisions. If I'm going to take away from my time with my little ones, it, there needs to be a monetary value for that. Time is money. Because if you were a business owner and you had your editor working on it, let's say you up in your office and your editor is working on it, it's costing you labor dollars. So you need to be mindful of that. Somebody said you can do 90% of 99% of all photography with a 24 to 70 and a 70 to 100. I mean, oh, yes, you're absolutely correct, bro. You're out. You can do 90% of photography with those two lenses. I may throw in a 50 prime and you're about set. Buying versus renting. I buy, it's great to buy glass and rent bodies. Remember my saying, marry the lens, date the bodies. Say it with me. We marry the lenses. We date the bodies. Bodies come and go. We It's about three bodies that came out this year, and you're like, man, I think I want that. However, the lenses is where you want to make your investments. 
as a photographer, do you charge a base rate? Um, and do you charge for additional photos? Just wrapping into a package, wrapping it into a package. So, so I charge a base rate with a certain amount of finished photos with it. So it's a base rate plus an hourly. That hourly may be add on a few more photos. So I'll give you an example. Base rate, let's say hypothetically for a six-hour wedding, is to make numbers easy a thousand dollars. Within that base rate hour, we provide to make numbers easy fifty photos. Each additional hour is a hundred dollars an hour and ten more photos. So, if if I if you give me for three hours, what do we say for the first hour? A thousand dollars for the first hour, hundred dollars for for next hour, hundred dollars for the next hour. I know off the top of my head, three hours is twelve hundred dollars. Fifty photos in the first hour, ten for each. You're getting seventy images. I know I know what it is off my off off the top of my head when working with that package. But that's something you have to make sure you create. Keep the power. If they make 50 changes, that's right, Bruce. Bruce said Ty is the king of of keeping the power. You got to keep the power. Listen, man, the thing I love most about being a business owner, and listen, I'm going to tell you, I'm just going to, we chatting here, we cool. Let me tell you, the number one thing I love most about being a business owner is telling people no. Telling people to straight up kiss your ass. Hey, I'm not doing that. No, because if you work for somebody and they're like, we're going to tell your boss and your boss is like, bro, you got to do it. I love telling people no, no, nope. It's not what we do. Nope. Uh Uh-uh. We're not doing that. So you want us to stay here 16 hours. It's not going to happen. We can come back tomorrow. What do you, you know, what what do you want to do? What do you, what other suggestions do you have? Because that's, we're not doing that. That's not going to happen. So you got to be comfortable telling people no. Telling people no and making sure that you keep the power is extremely important. It's extremely important for your business and its success. You tell everybody yes, you will not be around long. You got to tell people no. I, I've gotten to the point where I enjoy it. I, I can't wait. I can just see their mouth moving, and I can't wait to just slap them with a no. I'll listen. I'll listen intensely. Yeah, really. Oh, wow. And they're sick. Oh, I'm sorry to hear. And your dog got hit by. Oh, I'm sorry to hear that. And they're doing twice. Yeah, okay. I'm sorry. No, no, we can't lower their price. But I'm sorry that your dog got hit. It sucks. Yeah. Hope you had like dog insurance. But we can't lower that price. So do you want to you want to swipe the card now or do you want us to? How do you want to do it? I'm, you're either going to tell your, your clients no or you're going to tell your kids no. You're either going to tell your clients no or you're going to tell your power company no. You're going to tell your wife no. You're going to tell those who look up to you to support them. No, somebody got to get the no stranger people you love or light bill simply because a stranger want to do something or get over and get some extra. Somebody got to eat it. My kids aren't eating that. You're going to eat it, sir, because you got to figure out what it is you're trying to do. I'm not eating that. And that's just me being honest and just raw about it. Somebody got to eat it. Who's going to eat it. You get to make that determination. I'm going to make you eat it. So, Two and a half times hourly rate for 16 hours. That's correct. If it's something you don't want to do, make the price, throw the price in the air where you like, okay, you're going to pay that. I'm coming. That's how certain stuff I don't want to do. I make the price where it's like, I got to get off the couch for this. You're going to pay that. I'm on the way. You call me and say, I need a video crew tomorrow to film this, that, and the other. I don't, I don't usually work like that. However, 
we're going to take this price. We're going to ball it up and it's going to be up there. We got to We got to expedite service. And if you pay that, I'm there. Because I'm going to pay off a car or something. So something to think about. SLR Lounge says 70% of 10,000 photos he took were taken with the 24 to 70. And 20% were on the 70 to 200. The last 10% were all other lenses. That is probably one of the most accurate stats in all of photography. Those are two lenses you got to have. Desmond says, you're going to have to tell your clients no or your kids no. It's the truth. I don't like telling my kids no. I will for discipline purposes, but I don't want to be like, ah, sorry, son. Can't get that toy today. Even though you're doing good in school, grades are good, you're well-mannered. Daddy had to uh, work an extra two hours for this client because they couldn't figure out what they wanted. And the money I would have had in profit to tell you yes, I ate it. So I got to tell you no. So something to think about. Greetings from Frisco. I love your live video. However, my dogs were not feeling my last example. I'm sorry, dogs. And big shout out to Frisco right up the street. I'm sorry, dogs. I didn't mean that. Uh, it's just sometimes people hit you with every excuse. And it'd be the worst. Like, you'd be sad. Like, ah, I feel sorry for grandma. I feel sorry for your labs. But I'm not lowering my price. Sorry. Sorry, not sorry. Because they'll, they'll hit you. You know, I like, I like animals. I like pets. And they'll try to hit you with that. You know, you're like, ugh. You look over at the dog and the dog is like, yeah, I'm sorry about that. But we're not lowering the price. So. Big shout out. Big shout out to Frisco. I was out there a few days ago. Um, You can seek water for a dollar and the person will buy it for three dollars because you didn't offer it. You didn't offer it to them for 50 cent. Don't discount your value. Sell it. That's right. Be reassuringly expensive. I said it a lot. You want to be reassuringly expensive. What does that mean? There's places that you go to now in your life right now. There's places that you go to and you pay more or drive farther and pay more because you know what you're going to get 100% of the time. You probably drive past four donut shops to get to the donut shop you want. You overlook all of the Kroger brands to get to the Brahms or to get to the Bluebell or get to the Briar ice cream because you know what you're going to get. Those brands have done a great job being reassuringly expensive. Now they offer the value, they offer value there, but you're willing to pay almost double for the same size of ice cream simply because you know what you're going to get. Your brand needs to do a good job at offering that to your clients. You want to be reassuringly expensive. Do your methods change when you license video instead of uh, producing them to own? Not a lot. The only thing that really changed for me is the contract. I will sometimes take a little bit less, 25% less, less to license the video if I feel like the company is going to use the video over and over again, sometimes companies a lot try to license some stuff on you to get a cheaper price. And it's something they that's dated. It's saying, welcome to 2020 and blah, blah. Well, they're not going to use it next year. They're not going to relicense it. It's not a good look for me. I'm not doing that. If it's a training video, that's different. 
Brahms making me homesick. So just something to think about. Um, let me double check one other thing real quick. Get these questions because we're getting ready to wrap because it's been an hour and 39 minutes. But make sure you're reassuring, reassuringly expensive. Make sure you protect yourself with watermarks. If you put it on the screen, make it big as day. Make sure you lower the, the uh, transparency so they can see through it. But it's still there. It's still there. Need to update my gold membership. Click on the join button. If you're watching on YouTube, there should be a join button depending on what country you are, you're in and whether or not you're on the phone uh, side of things, you may or may not see it. But if you go to it from your computer, it's definitely there. It should be there for your phone app, depending on if you've recently updated it or what version of Android or iOS you're running. Cold Stone versus Dairy Queen. That's right. You want to think about think about Kroger brand or local Walmart brands, right? Sometimes, a lot of times they're made by the same manufacturer. They're usually very similar. Or like drugs, you know, certain, you got your off-brand Claritins, you got your Waltons or whatever, and then you got your real Claritins. Some people got to have a Claritin. They got to have Claritin on the box. They'll spend more, doesn't matter. I know what I'm getting. You need to be that. You need to be that. So, something to think about. Do you have stipulations that says what a client can do with your video? For example, if you if you do a video, um, wait. Okay, so you do a video for them. Can they have a national launch or is there additional compensation? So my contracts, contract stipulates what they can and can do with the video. This video is not for broadcast purposes. You can't broadcast my video on a TV station. We didn't agree to that. We, we agreed to use it on Facebook uh, YouTube, your website. Now, if your website gets a million viewers, that's on your website. Cool. But we're not, this is not for broadcast purposes. There needs to be an updated license um, for that purpose that would cost a little more. Yes. You're not going to make a billion, because if you, you can afford to put it on TV, you can afford to pay me more for it. You're not going to make a billion dollars off my video and I charged you $2,500. It's not going to happen. Have you ever had a client try to intimidate you um, with their with their big office, big company and hot lawyer? Yes, I have had a company try to do that. Um, What's the best way I can answer this question without putting myself in any legal trouble or problems? Um, Okay, I'm from Detroit. And I come from a place where we handle these problems differently. And I've learned the corporate way of handling these problems. So I've gotten better at the corporate way of handling these problems. And and it's just different than where I'm from. It's different. So usually when people come at me like that, um, the nicest way of saying it is I'm, I'm, I'm really good at making them aware that I'm a changed man, and uh, we, you know, I'm all for the, I'm all for the court work. We can, we can, you know, I'm all for that side of things. I, it's, it came out weird, but some of y'all get what I'm saying. Um, yeah, you got, you, you got to keep a good lawyer. 
or at least somebody you can reach out to and go to. Usually if it's under five, six, seven thousand dollars, it's small claims court anyway. You don't need a lawyer. You can walk in and say, Hey, I did this. They didn't pay me. You know, the the issue is once you get the settlement, you have to have lawyers that will go after them. And you're gonna split the money. Somebody gonna say, Hey, um, they owe you ten thousand plus lawyer fees is twelve thousand. You know, you can either pay me three thousand, I can get it and bring you back your twelve, or you can give me four thousand and I'll just eat out of the money we get. Some lawyers will do that. So it's just ways of doing it. It's just ways of doing it. But just know I am born and raised in Detroit from Detroit, Michigan. Not the good part. So I don't usually have problems getting my money. I don't think I've had a case where I didn't get it. We use lawyers and stuff. Okay, next question. Um, I re- I was thinking about purchasing your contract bundle. I recently started doing food photography. When it comes to uh, modifications for each client, do I need to work with a lawyer to adjust the contract? Not necessarily, no. Depending on where you are in the world, no. Um, you can make you can fine tune a lot. And I wanted to make sure I left it where you had the ability to make changes to it. I didn't want to give you a hard PDF and you just enter in your name because things change from client to client. That's why they are in word format for you to edit, then save as a PDF. Okay. Says knock, knock. Uh, stay ready. Uh, so, you know, I don't, you know, that, that you you shouldn't have a problem with that. I'm just, listen, I don't, I don't, I've, I've never had a client not pay me. We can knock, knock on wood. There we go. I haven't had that issue. Um, for whatever reason, I'll just sip my Coca-Cola for a second because we're way over on time. Okay. Let me get ready to wrap. Listen, um, if you are, if you do want a contract pack, you got your code over here. My point to the right side. There's your code to get 30% off today. Um, you know, make sure you protect yourself legally, right? You don't got to punk people when you got, sometimes the legal side of things is what punks people. Like sometimes having people sign like, okay, it's a late fee here. I know this. I know that it's kind of like a precaution, you know, it just, it's kind of like cameras, right? Cameras don't always, they aren't always there to catch something. They're just there to let you know I'm watching contracts. will do that for you. Contracts will help, um, Contracts will help people understand if things don't go right. I've agreed to go ahead and do this. MTB says Plymouth and Greenfield. Okay, that's really close. I was Plymouth and Southfield Freeway. Faust, that's what's up. Um, Right from the same hood. So you want to make sure that contracts help eliminate problems before they start. That is the key thing for a contract. Just to eliminate these things that I can't see, we're going to have you agree. It's like a prenuptial agreement. You agree that if things go wrong, you're getting this, I'm getting that. A contract is simply simply saying, if things go wrong, I get this, you get that, and you've agreed to it. I don't have to go to court and prove why I should get it. All I need to do is provide this document. Simply by having people sign that, they'll be like, all right, maybe I ain't going to try to stiff this guy, or I ain't going to do this weird stuff. Let me just... Hey, the document did say I got 72 hours to, to, to submit this revision. Outside of that 72 hours, it's marked as final. And that way, you, if you decide to say, hey, 
It's been more than 72 hours. I'm going to do this for you. I'm going to look out for you. And, you know, we're going we're gonna to do this just for you, kind of like as a favor. That way you still hold the power of doing something for the client and they feel like, okay, okay, they're looking out for me. I got to do this. You know what I'm saying? It's kind of like when you stop and let somebody cross the street, you kind of want that person to jaw like, okay, they stop it from me. The least I can do is hurry up. It's a favor. So that gives you leverage because you're really doing something where if you didn't have the contract, they're going to expect you to do anyway. But you're, you're, you're making them feel like they're doing something. And that's important to people who are paying money. You're paying clients to make them feel like they're getting more value. Me saying, okay, I'm going to give you an extra day is, is them feeling like they're getting something for free. A good client will appreciate that and do what they need to do. So contract pack. Yeah, you want to make sure, you know, you have it in writing, though. I have all clients sign contracts um, electronically. All of them. Definitely. So something to think about. With that, we're going to get ready to wrap. We got to wrap. It's been almost two hours. Make sure you guys... Um, Make sure you guys are subscribed to the podcast. The podcast got over 6,000 listens right now. It's doing big things right now. It's growing. Make sure you rate the podcast if you get a chance to listen to it on iTunes or wherever you're listening to it. It's, you know, it's, it's a podcast. It's called Content Cash. You can be found anywhere you listen to podcasts. Make sure you listen to that. Go ahead and give it five stars. With that being said, I'm going to get ready to wrap. If you learn something from this video, anything, just a little bit, if you learn how to say no, if you learn how to make sure you get the rest of your money, if you learn any of that, if you learn to charge more for writing scripts or things that you can itemize in pre-production, if you learn any of that, I'm going to ask that you share, give this video a thumbs up, share the video, subscribe if you're not subscribed. And, um, you know, I'm going to see you guys in the next video. Listen. We're changing it up a little bit. We're still doing our lives Thursday, but we're doing them gold member only because I want it's a smaller audience, more questions. Gold members get to jump on screen and talk and, and have more of a face to face. So we're doing that Thursdays at 7 p.m. Central Standard Time. If you, uh, you know, want to make sure you're definitely there. Make sure you join the uh, Facebook group. Whole lot of stuff going in the Facebook group. All right. With that being said, I will see you guys in the next video. You've been listening to Content and Cash, a Flash Film Academy podcast. Make sure to subscribe to the YouTube channel and go to our webpage at www.flashfilmacademy.com.